We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King, and I got a special episode for you. Now, before we get into this episode, I just want to invite you to have an open mind. We're going to take it to the next metaphysical level. If you've been listening to me for a while, you know that I'm a very spiritual person. I don't, my content isn't necessarily the most woo-woo, but I am a very spiritual person and you hear me talk about it a lot. And this episode is definitely one of the most spiritual episodes that I have recorded, one of the more spiritual interviews. And Andrea is just amazing. Like it was just so fun talking to her and her energy, just like watching how she translates energy. It was just very, it was so eye opening and it was so much fun. Now, I was going to share this episode in the new year, but I felt called to share it today because I had an experience after our interview that I was like, there's no coincidences. This was exactly divine timing. The end of our episode, I asked her if my spirit guides are present on the interview and she was like, they're always here. And I believe that a hundred percent. I, I view my spirit guides more in like animals that I come across or like creatures or like things that just happen that don't have an explanation. And it's very fascinating because anytime I come across a creature and I look up what's the meaning, a spiritual meaning of fill in the blank, it's always exactly what I need to hear. Uh, if you are my friend or a client of mine, you know that I'm always Googling spiritual meaning of fill in the blank. I do it pretty much for everything from <laughs> from butterflies to mastitis. I definitely, yep, definitely looked up that. And you better believe someone wrote a blog about it. Um, but one of my favorite spirit guides, spirit to, spiritual messenger uh, stories was during my pregnancy journey. So it's wild. Two years ago, to almost to this date, I had a miscarriage and I went on a journey of healing and it was like the most amazing, most necessary thing that I needed to go through. And I'm like deep in this healing journey. And in April of 2021, I'm going to a vision quest workshop with my girlfriend, Sheena, leading it. And I was excited to be a student and I'm leaving and getting in the garage. And all of a sudden I see a snake like a huge snake. And it was a king snake, which just even made this better. And usually I'd like freak out and run the other way, but I was so curious about this snake. I'm like, how did you get here? I have so many questions. Like I have no idea how it got in our garage. So I'm getting close to it and I'm looking at it and it's just like the most beautiful thing. I'm like, this is so weird. I feel so comfortable. So then I'm like, all right, well, I got to go. Like I'm going to be late. So I go grab Brian and we're both just like, what do we do? Like this is a massive snake. So I open the garage and it falls to the ground and it starts to slither, slither off. So I get in the car and I look up, you bet it, spiritual meaning of a snake. And what I read stops me in my tracks. Snakes are the symbol of rebirth, which is exactly what I was going through, and fertility. And I just start bawling. And I call Brian, who's like 
the exact opposite of me in this way, but he can't deny the synchronicities because this, this happens all the time. This isn't the first time this has happened, but this is one of my favorite stories. And he's just kind of in awe as well. And fast forward a month and I'm pregnant. And it's just like, you know, and you can't deny that kind of stuff. It happens. Like there are things that we just cannot explain that truly don't make any other sense other than being connected to spirit, being connected to the source, the universe. That's one of my favorites because I was like, after that moment, I just surrendered. I did. I was like, I got this. Like I knew everything was working out of my highest good. I knew the miscarriage was for me. Like it was just so much trust in the bigger plan. Um, so that was one of my favorite stories, but I've always really felt connected to spirit. And I would say that like my spirituality practice has like really developed in, you know, the past like seven years. And I tell this to Brian a lot because his mom passed away right when we started dating and I only got to meet her once, but I feel like I know her because like she's our guide. Like she is a big spiritual source in my life. And I feel like sometimes she works through me to like do things or like I have these thoughts or whatever for Brian. And it's very, it's very out there, but I do deeply feel that way. And we always say that um, Joy, Brian's mom is a hummingbird. And when we got our house, um, which was another story for another day, Hummingbird was like right in the backyard, like looking at us in the window the day that like they accepted the offer on our dream home. Um, and then our neighborhood happens to have the most hummingbirds ever. So Joy's always just been a hummingbird. And the reason why is because Brian told me a story about his mom, about a hummingbird bringing it to a hummingbird sanctuary. And so she's just always been a hummingbird. And I'm sure if you're listening that like you might have a loved one in your family that like symbolizes, you know, a, a bird creature as well. So anyway, I get off the call with Andrea and, um, you know, just thinking about guides and thinking about my dad and a couple the next day I'm going on a walk with Ellie and Benji and it's like the afternoon, the sun is going down. It's like this golden sky, but it's kind of misty. And I'm walking around the corner towards our house and there is a giant owl, not like high on a perch. Like it, it is so close that I feel like I can like grab it. Like that's how close it was. And I stopped dead in my tracks and we're staring at each other and it's staring at me and I thought it's going to fly off and it doesn't. And we're just staring at each other. And I stand there for a couple more minutes. And I'm like, hmm, it's interesting. And so I start walking around the corner where it's at and it doesn't fly away. It like follows me, which is very creepy. I'm like having this Harry Potter moment. I'm like, what is the message? Like it was just so powerful and just still follows. Like it's following me. That's eyes sitting on the perch doesn't fly away. And I just like stopped at it. I like, I'm like, oh my. And I just feel this like wave of like calm and comfort come over me. And then Ellie, I'm looking down at her and she starts giggling, cackling uncontrollably for the rest of our walk. So I'm like, what is going on? Like, are you talking about me? Like, I just am having this moment and I get home and, and I'm really thinking about it. I'm like, oh my God, of course my dad is an owl. Like it would just make so much sense. Brian's mom is a hummingbird and my dad is an owl. And I just felt so comforted by this thought. And of course, what do you think I did when I got home? Yes, you are correct. 
I did in fact Google spiritual meaning of an owl crossing your path because it's exactly what happened. And so there's a couple different things. Um, you know, some in some cultures it symbolizes death, which is fascinating because thinking about my dad passing so recently. Um, but the one that really stood out, like there was two two really big ones. So the first one was an owl crossing your path symbolizes it's time to take a leap of faith. Change can be difficult and scary for anyone, but the owl is a confident, strong, resourceful bird representing learning and wisdom. Perhaps the owl is reassuring you about this transition. Now, the second one that I found that really resonated was owls have been considered a symbol of intelligence, wisdom, and cognition. An owl is often seen as a sign of spiritual enlightenment because they are revered for their knowledge and ability to see clearly in the darkness. Now, these resonated, like I felt it like vibrating in my body because I made a very big decision the other day to join a business mastermind that seems like that, like it's, (laughs) I don't want to say it's out of my league, but I feel like, which is not actually a feeling. My thought is um, I'm an underdog entering this business mastermind, which is exactly what I want. I want to be the person I want to be around all these expanders, but obviously this is a very big decision and I have to like do make a lot of significant changes in my business and in my life. And this was like the most reassuring thing. I was like, thanks dad. And what's so crazy is as I'm like going through this process and really like navigating my grief and processing like my dad passing, I had this thought that, you know, my dad wasn't able to support me the way that he wished that he could have when he was alive, like in the physical world. Um, there was a lot of limitations there. There was a lot of drama. There's just a lot of things that inhibit him from being my support. Um, but that doesn't mean he can't be there in the spiritual world and or spiritual way. And I just felt that so deep in my core and it brought me so much peace because I was wrestling with all sorts of regret and anger and resentment and frustration. And just that thought just felt like the truth and knowing, and then, and that this owl just coming up to say, Hey, was kind of that like reassurance of it. I was like, okay, dad, you got me. And I know if you're like new to the spiritual world or spirituality and this all sounds woo woo and out there, I totally understand. I can only imagine what this sounds like, but I just want to invite you to have an open mind, right? Like I think we can all agree that there's definitely more to this world than what we, than, than what's on this just physical level. You know, um, there is something much bigger than us at play. And it's in those moments that it just reminds you of like how small we are in the universe and how there's just so much, you can find so much comfort in unknown and in that place of uncertainty, which is often what we run away from, which I find so fascinating. It's like, I don't have to see the big picture. I just know that like taking this leap of faith is the next step. And I got that reassurance from my dad, from the owl. I just, it can't. It's so good. So Gabby Bernstein really talks about this a lot. And she talked about it in her book, Super Attractor. I love all of Gabby's books. She likes to say that she put the metaphysical envelope and she spoke so openly and unapologetically about the spiritual realm, which I really appreciated because I feel like it gave me permission to do the same. But what I found is, you know, when you really lean in, when you really lean in to, 
the spiritual realm and, and open up the forms of guidance that you get is next level, next level. And I'm experienced, I've experienced that so many times in my life. You know, I do believe that there are beings of our highest truth and compassion that are working around the clock to help us align with what our higher self wants, with what we truly want. We just have to get quiet enough to listen. And we also have to open our eyes and pay attention. You know, if I if I brought my phone on that walk or I was listening to a podcast or something, I might have not missed, I might have missed the message. I might have been distracted. And I didn't take my phone, which I was like, I wish I had my phone to take a picture of the owl. But if I had my phone, I might have missed the message. And I'm so glad that it was just like a moment that I had that I got to just experience and be fully in. And it like took so much fear that I, you know, was experiencing not on a conscious level, on a subconscious level. And it like almost just like made that fear evaporate for her. That's like the word. That's how I imagined it. Cause it was like all of a sudden after, after I like downloaded and I had this realization, it was like, like I, it was like a sigh of relief and it was so powerful. So I wanted to share this with you before this episode, because it's just wild. Like I had this interview and then this happened and I, it's just amazing. Um, I'll be sharing more about these types of experiences, but I just wanted to invite you to have an open mind as you listen to this episode, because if you do have an open mind, I'm telling you, you will get so much out of this so much out of this. So enjoy this episode. If it resonates with you, please let me know. I hope you, um, I hope you get something from, I know you'll get something from it. Just have an open heart and open mind. Enjoy. So Andrea, welcome to the show. Andrea is a sought after media personality, spiritual mentor, quantum sound and energy healer, and the founder of we are here to remember with over 20 years of experience in all things, energy, you are here to clear intergenerational trauma, illness, and pain so that clients can align with their highest timeline and new levels of clarity, success, and abundance. Yes. Oh my God. That is like, that is quite the bio. I have, um, I have really, my entire life is an homage to healing, transmuting the things that are complicated that do not work within four people. I love the name of your podcast because one of the, or your business, the silver lining, that idea of silver lining, because that's one of the ways that I have always been very good at helping both myself and other people is that I can see even in the most dumpster fiery dumpster, I can see very clearly the silver and gold threads is how I always think of it that run through any situation. And, and it ends up really changing things for people when you start to perceive and understand the way that every single thing that happens, happens within for you. And that perspective really shifts the narrative and makes it so that you can move out of those things into your highest timeline and really start to like mix it up and enjoy your life in a totally different way. So. Oh my gosh. Well, I am just so excited to have you on the show and get to interview about all things energy because everything that you just said resonated with me so deeply with like, you know, when we look on the bright side or, you know, people get so frustrated because they think you're like spiritual bypassing it. And it's like, no, it's looking at 
the darkness, looking at the dumpster fire and knowing that it's for you and your highest good. And I feel like that is one of the most powerful mindsets that you can have. It's like, whenever we're going through something, it's always like, how is this for me? And I'll give an example because recently my father passed away and it was sudden in the sense that like, yes, he was older, but it just happened so fast. Like in my mind, I was going to get to say goodbye to him and like go through that whole process. And it wasn't like that. Um, and just in the past two weeks, I just keep telling myself, I'm like, I know this is for me. I know this is for me. And like, just looking for that. And it's helped me so much through this process of like, holding space for myself before I get back into my business and holding space for others. So I love that that is like what you're here to do because I do believe in that so deeply. So before we hit record, we were, I, we were talking about being an activator and I was like, you are an activator as well. I'm also an activator. So let's like, just start with like what you, what you really do. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I'm really, I'm so sorry because grief is really intense and to lose someone abruptly like that is, is mm -hmm. a, a journey. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you. but, um, but yeah, yeah, I am, I am definitely an activator. So my work is so interesting. I do a really interesting, very singular, um, sort of mashup, if you will, of a lot of different kinds of things. I've been on a really deep spiritual journey, really, since I was born. I was born remembering a lot of things that other people, just for, you know, very reasonable reasons, come into this world forgetting. But my purpose was to help to really activate people to remember our connection to source, our connection to divinity. I have clearly communicated with my guides since I was a baby. Mm -hmm. um, I have always had this really deep capacity to be able to communicate with them. I'm psychic in all the different ways. Uh, I use the Akashic records. I use light language. And I learned how to meditate when I was 17 years old. I'm going to be 44 this coming year. And so I have been on a very active for decades at this point, just like deeply engaged in essentially um, calling home even the gifts that I have carried through many lifetimes, which have to do with this capacity to clear people's trauma, clear their drama, clear their pain, clear them of karma that just no longer aligns with who they are and where they're going. And this, I, I have been through a lot myself and my guides told me when I was, when I was around like five years old, I was watching a Sesame street special that was called Donate the pictures and it's really metaphysical journey. Um, the Muppets get trapped in the metropolitan museum of art overnight and they end up meeting the soul of an Egyptian prince who's been trapped on earth for something like 4,000 years. And he really wants to reunite with his parents who have gone home to the stars, like really hyper metaphysical, deep, <laughs> deep Muppet wisdom very, from Sesame It's very deep. <laughs> deep. Like, so I'm, I'm I, about all the shows we've used to watch. I had, I had, I've had moments in my life where I was like, did that really happen? Is that even a real show? But you can look it up. It's, it's real. You can Google, donate the pictures. Anyway, they, um, Big Bird ends up being shown that essentially the way that we move forward is they show him the scales of justice and they talk about how the way that you move forward is by keeping your heart as light as a feather. 
And when I was watching that, my guides were like, that is what your life is about. Literally, it is about no matter what happens in your life, really being able to always come back to that sense of inner peace, that sense of inner clarity, and that my whole life has been like one wild, long trust fall. Um, at that point, when I was five, I had lost my father very abruptly when I was around three. He passed away just like out of the blue from stomach cancer, which they didn't even realize he had until after he had passed away. Mm -hmm. um, I had a very complicated childhood. I've been in multiple different car accidents. I had a back surgery in 2018. And when I started my business in 2020, and again, bless my guides, <laughs> my higher self, my future self, because they, they were like, I woke up one day in 2020 and they were like, all right, it's go time, girl. You've been waiting for this your entire life to have us tell you that it's time for you to really lean into this thing that, you know, I was shown that I would like invent or cultivate, like, you know, basically this like really futuristic way of very quickly activating people's remembrance and that connection to source and how, and, but at the time, I had a long-term application pending for disability because I had chronic nerve pain from, multiple car accidents, two of which were in a five-week window in 2016. Like to say that from the outside that one would not have imagined that I, it, it was go time for me to like start a business that would flourish and I would be helping people all over the world. I remember saying to my guides like a lot, like just imagine like multiple times every day being like, are we having the same experience here? Because from the outside, it does not look like it is go time for me. And they were like, nope, it's just, you've got to, it's, it's time to get moving. And it was interesting because what they showed me basically was that I needed to sort of lean into from a 3D perspective the space that I was in, that I wasn't going to need disability, but that I needed to just really like meet myself in the place that I was and go through that process for a little bit longer time. And that it would eventually like sort of that timeline would like phase out or close out. And I hired a business coach in the summer of 2020, um, a, like a week or so after before that window of time where I hired my first business coach, I ended up withdrawing my application officially for disability. And I just, mm. I just started doing this thing that I had always been shown I would do. And so that's a very, I know that's like a long, long, Amazing. long, long um, story about what my purpose is, but really my purpose is ultimately, like you said, to be an activator and to really help people to understand that no matter what's happening in your life, like I work with people who some of them are super successful. They've created like massively profound businesses that have seven figure impact and really have like really amazing global reach. And I work with people who are earlier on the journey, but the common thread is that we all, all of us, no matter what your life is like, right? Doesn't matter how good it looks from an outside perspective, we all have emotional and energetic things that we have carried, not just from this lifetime and from childhood and things, but from other lifetimes. And we have all of us, like one of the things that I'm always seeing, which I'm sure you see in your own work is that we also have these epigenetic inheritances. And one of the reasons why people came to the planet now 
is that it was it's time for us from a collective perspective to really clean up those karmic burdens that come from our genetic lines so that all of us both individually and collectively that we can really move forward into this idea of the new earth or a thousand years of peace however like whatever human words you put to it with as much lightness as possible mm. so, so there i mean there's just so many things that i want to touch on especially with um the heart and how you know when your heart is heavy, you can't move forward. And it's so fascinating that you said that because I started going to a chiropractor, they're gentle chiropractors. They do adjustments on the nervous system. And the first thing that she told me after she did an evaluation on my body was like, my heart literally had like armor around it. Mm. Uh, and it was, you know, she was not wrong. Cause it was how I protected myself from childhood on and even, you know, in relationships, not getting too close to people and all of that. And so then after when my dad passed and I went to that place is called Kinfolk, she gave me a hug and she was like, keep your heart open. I'm like, I'm really working on it. Cause it's like, it is so much easier to close off and hide and like retreat into safety because that's what I've known. And, you know, I, I think that I, I do believe that that was like handed down. I don't think that was just my own doing. I feel like that was like generational. Yeah. So tell me like what you do, like how do you expand the capacity through the work that you do through the energy work, mm -hmm. um, using light language to expand the capacity in your heart? Yeah. So it's a really, it's a really interesting process because one of the things that I've always been able to do is when I meet people, I can see a download, if you will, with just like phenomenal clarity of what someone's soul was created to, to do, the gifts that you've carried. And I am able to really see no matter where someone is in their journey, what their highest potential is. And then from that point, I'm able to, sh I'm shown um, with my clients what the, what the blocks are, what the energetic baggage is, what the, if you think of it, like in terms of frequency, um, what the frequency is that's sort of distorting your field and making it hard for you to potentially trust your intuition, lean into, you know, faith in a deeper way. We all have really robust teams of ancestral guidance, angels, the fairy mm. realm, the earth, galactic, like there's so much energy that's working within for us and a lot of times people will say to me I would really you know I would love to have you help me be able to like hear I don't hear anything from my guides and I'm like you do and so what my process does basically is if you think of those frequencies as distorting your ability to hear the things that are always coming for you um, as we, as I use energy work, as I use light language, it really very quickly like clears your field. And then I retune using the Akashic records, using this, using the energy, using light language, using my own capacity to communicate very clearly with your team and with my own team. And I am again, shown the things that need to basically go that are causing the distortions. And then from there, so it's like step one, step two. And then the third thing that I really do is once we've cleared out the things, 
which is a process through which, you know, my clients will talk to me. And it's like, it's a really interesting, it's intuitive life coaching, intuitive business coaching, again, like the records, light language, energy work. It's like all of these things are happening simultaneously when people do sessions with me. And then I basically, my guides call me like a time weaver or like a time witch. And then once we've made all that room, we jump into the future because time is very circular in a way that we have not, you know, we're told that it's this linear thing and it's not, it's much more dynamic and it moves and like everything is basically happening all at once in this way where like Mm -hmm. parallel lives and future lives and past things are much more, are happening much more simultaneously than we realize. And I essentially like time jump with you into that future where you have already hit what I saw at the beginning, which is like what your highest potential is. Mm -hmm. And it's a really beautiful process. It's unbelievable to watch how it, how it helps people because I saw in my own life, like that was one of the things my guides were always like, your life is literally a point of inspiration and a, and you were born to help people remember what is possible in a human body in the human experience over the course of the human journey, like no matter how low you might feel, no matter where you might be. When I was disabled by nerve pain, I needed hand railings to like navigate my bed. I had a shower chair that I had to use because like engaging in self-care was so complicated. I've lost over 50 pounds over the course of the past couple of years. I was on so many different medications, even a couple of years ago, and I don't take them anymore. And it is, we are able to engage in this like really powerful, especially now, like where we are from a human perspective, we are able to meet ourselves in this place of just like profound quantum growth. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and all of this, all of this, like, I think of it as future medicine, Mm -hmm. all of these things, the light language, the energy work. And it's it's so interesting because I'm very, um, I'm like the most woo woo person that most people will ever meet, but I'm also very cerebral in a lot of ways. I have a degree from Wesleyan University. I love data. I love being able to be like, okay, here are the things. So I think like the first couple of years of me being in business It was in a lot of ways, like I was researching, I knew what my work had done for me. Mm -hmm. And then I started to be able to be like, wow, like I get on a call with someone, I do an Akashic wealth activation or a business activation, or I attune them, I do some kind of energy clearing. And then they wake up the next day and their dog spontaneously healed overnight, or they get off the call with me and literally half an hour later, they make $20,000 or, you know, we do some sort of act activation in their field. And then they leap into their highest week in business that they've ever had, where all of a sudden they have $25,000 in sales. So I've been able to see very quickly how much my work works for people, because the more you do all of this really like woo woo, potentially goofy stuff. Like light language is really, really goofy. (laughs) I I channeled it from the time I was a little kid. I used to, I didn't talk about it with, I didn't talk about it publicly or really with anybody until 2020. I didn't start sharing it publicly until 2021, but I've always spoken it. I used to use it as a child to communicate with animals. I have all these like wild stories about 
animal rescues where I used light language to communicate with an animal. And it's my primary language. So I can just like go in and out of it mm-hmm. on a dime. At this point in my life, I like literally walk around and I see birds and I like see trees and plants and flowers and things. And I will speak light language audibly (laughs) because it's one of the ways that we're able, one of the things about it, I always called it like an elegant Muppet tongue or like pretty gibberish or something like Mm -hmm. that when I was a kid. So it sounds really silly. Like if you're familiar with, you know, like channeled tongue, like the idea of like people in the like churches who like channel, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's wacky. It's really wacky, but it is so powerful. And it's so incredible to see the way my guides always say that it is one of the most potent forms of healing and activation that we have at this point and that we really need to just get very comfortable using these things that maybe our like brain doesn't understand because Mm -hmm. there's so much evidence at this point like when prayer is researched they don't science doesn't understand why but it works they know that it Mm -hmm. works even though they don't understand how Mm -hmm. you know there is a there is research that shows that when we meditate that it literally changes our brains so I think that as we move forward in time, we're going to start to be able to understand from a more 3D perspective that a lot of this stuff actually does work, whether we like understand why it works or not. And um, and it is, it's so interesting because you were talking about your own chiropractic care and how it's like a more gentle, is it network? Mm-mm. Oh, I've done... There's a kind of chiropractic care that I've received, which is called network spine analysis, which is very similar. It's like very gentle, like not the, you know, typical. Yeah, no, you don't go in there and get your back cracked. You go in there and you're like, they barely touch you. And all of a sudden you feel like so much lighter. You're like, what just happened? Yeah. And that's, and it's so funny because that's what it's like similar in my own work where people will, will do this we'll do this. Mm-hmm. The client that I was talking about who had their dog heal overnight, she hired me in October because she was really concerned about her finances. Not only did she have like her, her dog go through this really profound healing after I did her first energy clearing, but she ended up ending October with $120,000 in revenue. And she had hired me concerned about her finances. And then all of a sudden through this process of clearing, I call it like your energetic bag of rocks, right? You lighten your load and then you make room to really anchor into this frequency of money of magic of miracles it's like the more you can make space the more you are able to really align with that frequency and it also does something remarkable too which I really love seeing in people because the human experience is complicated right like no matter how much work we do no matter how meditative we are what is it wrong I think it's Ram Das has a um had something he used to say where it's like oh you think you're enlightened like go spend a week with your family right totally. and <laughs> we're in the holidays it's right always now. the I call like, it the 50 50 I'm like being human is 50 percent amazing and positive but then also the 50 percent negative and the shit kick you in the pants right yeah. <laughs> like and we're in a really interesting window you and I are recording it's December 8th today mm-hmm. this week 
and last week were like, like, I cannot tell you how many sort of SOS style reach outs I had from clients being like, I feel like everything is just like slapping me in the face right now. And, and so it's interesting as we move, like one of the reasons that I was shown by my guides, why people felt that way, like everything was just so hot and heavy. Mm-hmm. There were some astrological reasons why, but there were other reasons too that have to do with as we're moving out of this year, right? There are all these sort of themes that end up coming through for all of us yearly. 2020 was very much about going inward, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. 2021 was about looking at the things that came up for you during that time when you had to really reflect and saying, all right, what will I do based on that information that I was able to see and potentially really anchor into about myself? How can I now start to really align in a deeper way, heal my trauma, clear things? I think this year was very much a year of integration of like continued clearing of things that no longer align with us. And for all of us, the stuff that we have, the stuff, the energetic stuff, mm-hmm. whether, and it's not just energetic stuff, but like literally a couple of weeks ago, my guides were like, I could hear the, that song from Frozen, Let It Go. Yeah. And so I was like telling, I have a, I have group programs and different ways that people can work with me. And I was like, time to let it go. Like not just energetically, but the physical stuff. Like if yeah. it's time to like purge your closet, it's time to go through your house and be like, okay. I have these things. Do I really, do they really excite me? Kind of like Marie Kondo with her, like mm-hmm. holding an object, does it trigger joy? Or, you know, do, like, how does it make you feel? Really taking like a very deep inventory. And this year was in a lot of ways about excavating mm-hmm. all of that stuff that's come up in the past few years and really saying, where do I want to go next year? Because as we, as the systems externally, financial, education, political, like there's not one system in any country really on the planet that that truly works in alignment with divinity in alignment with stewardship and alignment with like the sacredness of who we are. Mm-hmm. And so we're just going to keep seeing a lot of, I think of it, I use the word like phoenixing, like a collective phoenixing of things really like falling around us, the systems that we used to sort of perceive to be ways of keeping us safe and providing stability, mm-hmm. that those things will continue to really change as we move through next year. We've already seen it for those of you know us who live in the US, the you know financial system has really changed inflation is crazy. And there's a way where I like, don't even want to get into that because Mm -hmm. like we get to create our own experience and we can, Mm -hmm. we can create a life for ourselves where like, we're always really comfortable and in flow, no matter what's happening around us, Mm -hmm. but also to ignore that in a lot of ways, you know, you and I were talking before we got on the call about spiritual bypassing, right? We like also can't ignore the fact that there is a lot of really intense stuff happening around us. And like, what can all of us do? What can I, in October, I did a channeled forecast and uh, the theme of it was like, what was it? My guides called it. Um, Making money is like the most punk rock thing that anyone can do. Mm. Like for all of us who are of good conscience, who have good hearts, who have good minds, who care about 
ourselves, our community, the world around us to really find a way to be able to create as much as we possibly can from both a financial, a spiritual and energetic perspective, and then use those resources that we have to create systems that are amazing, that do really light us up and create beauty for the world around us. Like that is, it's, it's really go time. Mm-hmm. on that. I mean, I feel it. I feel that it's go time on that, like the energetic level. I mean, it, the people that I am having these conversations with my clients, like more and more people are feeling called into that space. They're not exactly sure what it is, but they feel this pull into shifting the paradigm. And it's like, you, you definitely can, can feel, I mean, I know I can feel that energetic shift. And a lot of it is just like in having conversations and seeing how people are just kind of interacting with each other in the world. So I'm curious with like the light language. I'm like, this sounds amazing. And I'm so curious, like when you're having, like, so we're having this conversation via Zoom, like, do you like, like, how does this like impact your day-to-day interactions? Like, do you like, see it when you're like talking to someone, like when you're talking to me, like, what is that experience like? Yeah, I see it. I can hear it when I am channeling it. I can see the human words that it connects to. So I can like see the, and I, it's not just like the words, but I can also like feel and see and know the frequency. Like Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've always been really good at, I always kind of like imagined myself to be like a conductor in some ways. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, like if I'm on a call with somebody or like I do a lot of, I call my hands, my finger wands, Mm -hmm. I like use them to literally like, like I was on a call the other other night I have this kind of session called a celestial soul retrieval and I was working with a client and that is like a really in-depth hour and a half long call where we go like deep into people's process and really help them reclaim their magic and the whole time I was like really using my hands in concert with this like internal narrative that I have with the light language which is like always flowing through me and then these energies that I channel which my guides call themselves just like all the good vibes they're the ascended and exalted masters the akashic record keepers the like I was talking about the fairy realm the angelic realm the earth I have a really powerful group group of witches that work with me, um, ancestors, all cut the animals, the plants, like it's a really dynamic group, a, a ton of galactic information too. I work with the Arcturians and the Pleiadians, the Andromedans. I work with all of these different frequencies that are all here to help us so much right now. God, I feel like really, <laughs> I get, I can get like very, um, I can feel like the beauty and if you are okay with it, I would love to like channel a little bit. Let's Um, do it. I mean, I am more than okay with it. I'm like the perfect subject. (laughs) I'm the perfect subject for this. Yeah. So I would just say, if you were listening to this and you're driving, um, (laughs) you can listen to it, but, um, but definitely come back to it and just be aware of the fact that my voice is very much like, uh, my voice is part of this process of activation through which I help people shift. So, um, yeah, if you are driving, perhaps just come come back to this. Yeah. But, um, but otherwise close your eyes and just put your hands on your heart. If you can, 
Um, the thing about light language that's really beautiful is that it's very quick. Like this, I will probably end up channeling for about a minute, but it is the equivalent of literally hundreds of healing sessions. So this is a really, really powerful activator. And my guides are saying that this particular light language for all of you is about stimulating that inner peace and really finding a way to anchor so deeply into this frequency of creation and abundance for you, for your families, for the planet. So take a deep breath in and on the exhale, just imagining letting go of anything that's not in alignment with you and allowing this light language to really powerfully activate your field of divinity and love. Take a deep breath in and on the exhale again, just releasing things that no longer move within for you. And as you come back to your body, just being so grateful to your human body for the way that she or he has carried you through this lifetime. just make sure that you drink some extra water um this this process like i said listening to light language can be a remarkably powerful activator and it is like getting hundreds of healing sessions so just being really gentle with yourself um i have a I have, yeah, I, I have this really remarkable capacity to like hold space for people to jump into that highest timeline. And we all know that, you know, it can also be a little bit <laughs> of a Pandora's box. So just be really gentle with yourself through the rest of the day that you listen to this in the coming days. And, you know, this is just good advice in general, I would say. <laughs> my guides always remind me of this and I remind my clients of it, but just being not just gentle with yourself, but being gentle with the people around you. You know, we're moving through some really evocative times and just trying to really lean. One of the things that my work really does is it, and I think of this as like the ultimate point, if you will, of what it means to be enlightened or to ascend or what have you is to be able to really sit in the energy of holding multiple perspectives, mm -hmm. being able to make room for the fact that like everyone around us gets to have their own experience and we might not agree with them mm -hmm. politically, spiritually, emotionally, but like our truth doesn't have to be anyone else's truth. And the more all of us, there's something about that. Like my guides want me to like hit that home as well, because the more you can lean into that to allowing other people's journey to be their own, it makes a lot of room for you to make more money, to really activate the miracles around you, because you basically refocus your, your lens, if you will, 
into your own experience. And that's when you can really get like wild and cool and amazing in terms of like manifestation or creation, Mm -hmm. I think in a lot of ways. Um, I showed this to you at the beginning of the call, but um, I have this needle point that I purchased over the summer. And my guides always say that one of the things that I do is um, activate the eyes of people's hearts because our spiritual gifts, our spiritual acuity is truly our greatest currency as we move through this now moment and going forward. And I saw this in an Instagram story, an artist that I have admired for many years. um, And I saw this pop up. She does these cool things where she like draws on she draws out and then she goes through and she does this like intricate needlework and B point. And I was like, Oh, that's mine. Is that like, I was yeah, like, like, she, like I created am so- it for you. <laughs> like, it's I am so cool. And my guides were like, my guides do this really funny thing where they go ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Um, and they were like, yes, ding, 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 ding. This is definitely for you. So Tessa Parlo was her name. Bless her. Um, I fucking love this thing. But yeah, that's really, that's what that light language is ultimately about, um, is activating those eyes of your heart. And then, like I said, then you start to be able to get into the real richness of what we call like manifestation or creation, because you can hear all of those hits that are always coming through. Well, and so there's a, I have a couple of questions about that. That was awesome, by the way. Like I was, I didn't know what to expect and that was so cool. Just that whole experience. And like, I could feel it like even just crazy. It's like being on zoom, like how that is transferred through a screen. It's so wild, wild, isn't it? It's wild. So uh, you've mentioned like timelines and records. And I think, you know, for anyone that might be newer to, you know, the spiritual work, give a little background on what that has to do with like your, your growth, like clearing those timelines and going, moving forward. Yeah. So one of the, one of the, um, ways that I work with people is I work in the Akashic records, the Akashic records for anybody who's not familiar with that idea is they're basically like a living library Mm -hmm. of everything that has or will happen, not just for us, but for the planet and for experiences and for all life everywhere. And when you start to move through that energy and you start to really work with your own record keepers and start to be aware of um, whether it's you know, learning to read the records yourself or working with someone like me who uses them as part of their modality, it gives you a chance. There's some really powerful ways that I work with records to clear, again, the um, the energy from both this and from past lifetimes mm-hmm. that are, because we all, especially people who are people who have a lot of spiritual acuity, who have intellectual and spiritual curiosity, there's a very good likelihood, an almost 100% chance, I would say, that there have been lifetimes where you shared your light and it wasn't safe for you. I don't know if you've heard that term of like witch wound, right? Those times Mm -hmm. when like, if you were a person of good conscience who spoke the truth, 
this planet and other places too, not just earth, but in other planets, it's not all, it hasn't always been safe for people. And so one of the things that is so beautiful as you move through your records, as you start to engage more in the clearing of those energies, basically ripples through time and space and those I call them like timelines, but the the other either love other lifetimes or even like moments in this lifetime when maybe you weren't as like moving in alignment with your own sacred truth, when you maybe were not like listening to the hits that you were getting, or you couldn't hear them and you didn't quote unquote know how to move forward because you weren't trusting yourself. It creates this ripple as you start to work with the energy and really engage in these really beautiful healing capacities it really does create ripples through space and time and it makes it so it basically if you think of it as like um it's like demagnetizing those frequencies mm. so the more you start to engage in the present moment start to do all that really deep healing work and going really inward you know embodying what gandhi said like be the change you want to see in the world and that's so important also from a spiritual and an energetic perspective not just from the action like all of those things are important it's important to engage in the spiritual and to really put your money where your mouth is as you are and make the changes from a 3d perspective of show up for yourself in a way that aligns with your thoughts and ideas and your vision and your dreams because that's where we're able to really like powerfully manifest or create and when you engage in those energies and you start to show up for yourself and you do that deep work it does like I said it creates these ripples through space and time and that makes it so that your current timeline and those past versions of you also get to experience this really deep powerful realignment and and really helps you to be able to move forward in a sense of of just like delight and joy and love and inner clarity mm. so if someone is listening and they're like more spiritually curious that they like don't quite have like a spiritual practice yet, are there things that they can do to, you know, start maybe doing, can they like clear energy on their own or does it require like working with a energy clearing practitioner? I, I feel like it's, it's kind of, it's all of the things, right? I, I really encourage anyone, whether they're new to the journey, whether they're like me decades into the journey and the process, it's really important for all of us to really engage in as much like healing, as much mentorship, as much help mm -hmm. as we possibly can. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if, if no, again, no matter where you are in the journey, um, getting as much support as you're able to is really key. And if you're not in a place to be able, you know, to financially invest, really figuring out ways to start to shift things for yourself so that you can start to get support, like having a plan, if you will. And I also think that especially for people who are new to the journey, one of the things that happens to people who who maybe don't or not as familiar with the spiritual path, who don't have something like a daily practice, you can get really psyched out, right? You can get really psyched out by this idea that like, nothing's working, nothing's happening. And I think that for- Try something once and then it's right? like, it's not yeah. working. <laughs> yeah, it's not working. I, you know, I did breath work or I did energy healing and nothing right. happened. And it's like, no, like something did happen. 
And it's, it's literally like, to me, it's like a fun game, right? Because Mm -hmm. the thing is, if you can sort of shift out of this, like, oh, nothing happened. I didn't like have a really profound experience (laughs) because I tried to meditate once. I'm not laughing Mm -hmm. at anyone, but But I'm laughing at just the idea, right? Very common. Like we, it's very common for people to just be like, nothing happened. I'm throwing the towel in. This isn't working. Mm -hmm. And, and 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 to just first of all be okay with with whatever is happening and really thinking of it like maybe you sit in a really traditional sense of meditation a couple of times you do that for like a month every day even just for like a minute right we all have to start somewhere and so the more you can do i i used to always say this with um with my family, like we would, we had this sort of running joke that like, even if you could only make it to the gym for a minute, that it's better to, to work out for one minute than it is to work out for zero minutes. So maybe you don't have an hour a day, right? Because of the, just the complexity of being a human, but maybe you have five minutes, maybe you have one minute sitting in that sense of quiet, going online, finding people like myself who have, you know, activations, things like light language, meditations, things that you can, resources that you can engage with no matter where you are on the journey. Start to show up for yourself and just start to play around an experiment. Maybe you Mm -hmm. do, like I said, sit in a traditional sense of meditation for a month and you don't feel like that really resonates with you, but you also gave it a, you know, a fair chance as it were, um, start to pay attention to the subtle patterns. Like this is one of the things I always tell my clients is to journal and to start to be aware. It's like kind of like being a psychic detective because there are ways where if you start to engage in that quiet and you start to really think about, okay, Every time I meditate, you know, I didn't realize this before. I used to feel like nothing was happening, but now I realize that every time I meditate, I get like a low level tingling sensation in my heart, or I feel, you know, a specific physical sensation somewhere in my body, or I'm starting to be able to like get intuitive hits in a deeper way. Those things, right. They, un it's like untangling a ball of yarn. Like the more you show up for yourself, the more you be become aware of all those patterns, the more you trust the process and the more you're able to realize that like, yes, things do work. And also being okay with the fact that like, maybe that traditional meditation style works for you, but maybe the thing about you is that you actually like to go on a walk every day and engage in a movement meditation, or maybe you need to start integrating things like painting or crafting or joining an intramural soccer league or something. Like there are a lot of different ways, like not, again, like I was saying, it can be really fun if you Mm -hmm. think of it as a chance for exploration, Mm -hmm. as opposed to feeling like I tried this one thing, I'm giving up, right? Like that, that is, it's not, the spiritual journey is not about throwing the towel in. I, there's this really funny meme that circulated last year or the year before that was about, um, 
it was like a picture of a woman in like totally a state of beautiful bliss. And it was like, what people think that, you know, the spiritual, <laughs> know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And then like what, what it actually looks like. Dirty is. And then, you know, there's someone like literally oh, in the yeah. middle of a dumpster fire. And it's like <laughs> what a spiritual awakening actually is. A thousand so percent. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the biggest things I think I really do for people is being like, listen, like I literally talked to my guides since I was a baby and I also still wake up because I'm human. And there are days where I wake up and I'm like, is this all Huey, but like Huey Bluey, like I can be my own biggest doubter. And literally like I'll sit in sessions. Like I know we we're you know, we're, we're nearing the end of this, but I'll just share some, like a very quick anecdotes, which are things will happen. Like I will, I was getting ready for a session a couple of months ago and persons I had Put a bunch of makeup on I was dressed and this per- my guides and this person's guides were like you need to put a different outfit on you need to change I had like a nude lip and they were like you need to put this like hot pink lipstick on and I was like I do not mind to <laughs> <laughs> like, having a day I was like it was like very it was in the summer it was very muggy and they were telling me that I needed to put on a pair of um leather spanks and I was like to say I do not want that is the understatement of the world. <laughs> and they were like, just do it. And I was like, fine. So I did it. I like changed my makeup. I put this hot pink lipstick on, changed my outfit, put these leather spanks on, get on the call. Okay. And find out that the color, the per the, the client was wearing that color. She also rarely ever wore this object that she was wearing and was like, I had a very clear sense that I had to put it on. The color ended up being hyper meaningful. And then the outfit that I had on was also really meaningful because I had on these leather spanks and they, this person was basically creating a new offering, which was about, which sort of channeled that vibration of like, punk rock energy like this like sort of badass like really like living in the moment just like rock and roll style vibe and as soon so the thing is right so that's the other thing the reason I share that is because I could have been like I'm not gonna do that I don't want to this is total nonsense (laughs) no thank you you know when I could have like doubted myself and been like that is nonsense. I'm not doing any of that. And if I hadn't done it, then it wouldn't have created this incredible, like if I had ignored those intuitive hits that I was getting, because they don't always make sense. That's the thing too, about the spirit. And the reason I share this stuff is because, you know, we can really doubt ourselves. We can get very clear feelings, nudges, what have you, that we're supposed to do certain things, but they might seem small or silly or stupid or confusing or like any of the things and then we don't do them we don't act on them because we we doubt ourselves and we're like oh that's nothing I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to that but the thing is things build over time and the more you embody that deep sense of trust Mm -hmm. the more you're able to be like oh there is a reason why I was shown that I needed to like change my lipstick and put this on and it like changed the entire course of this person's session because it also showed them that these that this 
you know, these ideas that they had essentially been working on were the thing that they needed to move forward with. So again, it's like embodying trust and not doubt and, and just sitting with the doubt and being like, you know what, I hear, I hear the doubt, like good stuff. <laughs> I'm human. I'm going to doubt myself sometimes. And also I know that I need to just do this thing. And the more you can just do that stuff, literally that is how you really create this wild, beautiful frequency of, of miracles and magic in your life. And you anchor into a really deep capacity to create incredible abundance in the form of money, your dream house, you know, new opportunities, like whatever the thing is that you're working on creating, it's like truly this very deep, it's a big old trust fall. Well, and it's, I you know we're, we're wrapping up, but I do really love this thought of like the self-trust comes from listening to your spirit guides. Like I've never thought about it like that. It's like yeah. listening and following through and building that self-trust up because I, so many of my clients and myself included have struggled with self-trust and like following through on the things or like listening to that intuition or ignoring the voice. And I just love, it almost feels like when it's like coming from like a guide, it almost feels like it's so much easier to follow through because it's like, no, someone's guiding me here. So I just love that idea of like self-trust is coming from your, your spirit guides. Um, before we, before we wrap up, I'm curious, are my guides here right now? Yeah. Yeah, they are. And, and our, our guides are always with us. They're always, this is the thing about, about being human is there's this sort of unfortunate, ironic truth of being human, which is like, can feel really lonely to be human, no matter how beautiful right. a community and a family like you have. You're never alone. But there's that, no, you're literally never yeah. alone. <laughs> like, like, literally, and I love, it's so true. It's like, it, when you trust in that, it is, I, I feel like that is such a universal truth that like you are never, you're never truly alone. And it's interesting because I tell clients this all the time that there's a difference between being lonely and alone. And I'm like feeling lonely is a feeling that's coming from our thoughts. We're never alone. We and it's just alone. like the con, like the, the thoughts, the stories that we're telling ourselves in our mind, because I'm like, you can be around a room full of people and feel lonely still. So it's important yeah. to always like recognize that. Um, this was like such a delight. It was so like, so fascinating, so interesting. And also I think like for those like that are new to spirituality or like want to take their spirituality to another level. I feel like this has something for everyone. I know that you have a activation. So tell me a little bit about the activation and where people can find you. Oh, please. Um, I, I have this incredible, my, um, my freebie. If you opt into my newsletter, you get this amazing, little bundle, which is called the uh, money, magic, and miracles activation bundle. And it is a couple different light language activations and a guided meditation to help you cultivate a sense of inner peace. Um, it's amazing. If you go to my website, which is we are here to remember.com and it's all spelled out with the exception of the number two. I'll put that in the um, show so it's we are here to remember.com. If you go to my website, you just scroll to the bottom, you can opt in and then you end up getting this really amazing little sequence. And I have all kinds of different ways that people can work with me. I have different like group 
programs. I have one-on-one -on -one mentorship that I offer, which is, like I said, a marriage of intuitive life and business coaching, you know, and again, that meets people wherever they are, whether they are an entrepreneur or not. Um, and I have, I have a bunch of really cool, like Akashic records, readings and types of sessions. And I have a fun thing too, which is um, a personalized light language. So that's mm -hmm. one of the things that I offer is like, I will go into your records and work with your guides and channel and record a personalized light language for people. So mm -hmm. I have all kinds of different ways. So find me, um, yes, like I said, I my website and I'm pretty, I'm active on Instagram. Um, my Instagram profile is C witchery, but yeah, we'll make sure that you guys have, um, all of the ways to reach out to me and contact me and please. Yeah. I love, I love hearing from people, especially when I channel light language on podcasts. I love hearing how it ends up impacting people. So please um, be in touch. Let me know. And um, yeah, reach out and book a session or jump into one of my containers if you feel the call. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for your time and sharing your gifts with me and my listeners. This was amazing. This was beautiful. Thank you so much, Brittany. And thank everyone. Like truly, you know, time is such an incredible resource. And um, so thank you to everyone for sharing your time with me. I, I really appreciate it. All right, my friend. Did you enjoy that episode as much as I enjoyed interviewing Andrea? So good. I was just, I was not expecting that with the light language and I could like, it was crazy. The energy, the vibration that I felt through a computer screen. I mean, again, there's just no words to describe. There's no words to describe it. Um, she is incredible. It was so fun to talk to her, so much knowledge. And I just love how authentic and real, and she's not a, like, she isn't holding back. She allowed her true set, her true essence, her soul to just come through in that conversation. So I can only imagine what it would be like to work with her. It was such a, such an eye-opening interview. So much fun. Uh, so I hope that you enjoy that episode too. I would love to know your thoughts about it. If you want more episodes like this, please let me know. I'm here to serve and let like anything that you need, anything that you need, any topic, any um, guests. Like I just, I want to make sure that you get so much value out of this podcast because time is so valuable. And if you're going to exchange an hour of your time listening to this episode, I want to make sure that it serves you. So please let me know any, anything at all. Um, okay. So we are gearing up for 2023. My friend and I have a special thing that I am working on just for you. So you don't have to wait to the new year to get things started. I have created a program to help you ease into the new year, build momentum without adding anything else crazy on your plate without trying to do it all at one time. Really this process that I've been working on is about doing less to create more in your life. So if you are interested, let's hop on a call because I am so excited for what 2023 has in store for you. 2023 has in store for me and I am bringing you with me on this journey to the next level. All right. So schedule a call in the link in bio. I hope you have a beautiful day. Remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.